Hey, we're the Flick Chicks. I'm Ann. And unfortunately, my other Flick Chick, Monica, is not here today. She's feeling under the weather. But fear not, I'm not alone today. I actually have two guests, um, my friends, Dom and Alex. Would you like to introduce yourselves? Hey, I'm Dom. <laughs> Hi, I'm Alex. Yes. And those are their credentials. No, That's kidding. all we got. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. But all you need to know is that they are fans of Bridgerton. I can't even say it the way they say it. They're like Bridgerton. That, that whole thing. You have thing. to roll your arms. I know. I'm so excited to be reviewing and recapping this um, show with y'all. Um, I think it's going to be really fun. So we're just going to tell you, audience, what you're in for. So we're going to be going through the characters um, if you, couples, if you will, almost because we've grouped them into you know sets because the show is of that nature, and we're gonna be discussing what we thought about them, their plots, and everything, how we literally feel about them as people and stuff. And then um, after that, we'll go into what grade we give the series. You know, just give it a letter grade because this is the Flick Chicks, and we're anal about grades, and that's just the way we are. So. Without further ado, we're just going to jump right into it. I think I'm excited. Are you guys excited? I'm so excited. <laughs> yes. Okay. So our first character is Benedict Bridgerton, who happens to be, <laughs> I think he's the youngest or second youngest Bridgerton brother. Or is that Colin? Oh, my gosh. I don't even remember. That. I think it goes Anthony, then Benedict, yes. then Colin, and then the little guy. The little boy. Yeah. yeah. They're in alphabetical order by their birth. Oh, like yes. Their birth order. You're yeah. right. You're right. You're so right. There you go. So Benedict is the second oldest brother, but uh, the least relevant character. <laughs> so sorry. To... <laughs> so what did you guys think about him in general? I wrote that the man got snubbed. Um, he, <laughs> like, where was he? He was there for like comedic relief, if anything, at that. I, that's a stretch, I would say. Um, and I, th I really thought he was going to be gay the whole time. I was waiting for it. It never came, but yeah. I also had that feeling and I agree with you in terms of him being snubbed mm -hmm. because I've like kind of dissected this show already with all my friends and my sisters and they actually, I mean, I don't really agree with this, but they think that Benedict is the more attractive Oh. Bridgerton brother or like the more I guess like lends himself to being the romantic male lead <laughs> so I feel like people were really rooting for okay. Benedict and then he didn't get the story that most people anticipated so yeah I, I don't know I thought like his dynamic with Eloise was kind of fun and yeah. charming mm -hmm. um and then I cannot remember the name of the lady who owns the Modis. Oh, yeah. But, like, that's who he ends that up with. That was interesting. Yeah. But because they kind of ignore him, and, like, I'm a middle child, so I can say this stuff, too. <laughs> but uh, since each season's going to be about a Bridgerton, I'm like, okay, what's Benedict's season going to be about then? Uh, right? I don't know. I don't know. He's with Genevieve. She owns the store. Yeah. That whole thing. I feel like that was just thrown into there, too. I was like, I didn't, didn't need this. I don't know. <laughs> I just felt no ways about them as a couple. Yeah. I didn't hate Benedict. I agree with you, Alex. Like, I liked his dynamic with Eloise. Mm -hmm. 
him and his sister, like the real chats they'd have over a cigarette in secret, Night and Dagger. Like it was very, I don't know, very endearing to see. I will say though, I did expect more and I thought they would explore his sexuality a bit. Yeah. I know it's like the the Regency era. I don't know what, if he would have been like arrested in those times, maybe he would have been, but I think that would have been interesting. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. No, I totally agree. I feel like they definitely could have heightened up his his story. I feel like, I think the biggest difference between him and a few of the other, at least you can compare him to his brothers. He didn't have like any real stakes, you know? Like, even when he started parading around with Genevieve, it wasn't like, like, no one's looking at him and being like, oh, you can't, like, date her because she's not, like, of our class. Like, it almost feels like no one's paying attention to him. They don't really care what he does. And it's, it's, he's hiding what he's doing, but it's like, it, it really seemed like nobody was concerned anyways. <laughs> so I was like, yeah. you could come out and do, maybe not, obviously, you couldn't come out as gay, I'm saying, come out with Genevieve. And no, it doesn't. It doesn't seem like anyone would have been concerned. So I felt like they really downplayed his story in general. Like as a character, they really didn't do much with him. So, yeah, I don't know. He also gave me like older brother vibes, like yeah. in the sense that he should have been the eldest. I almost want to say, like he seemed much more mature than Anthony, <laughs> in my opinion. And he gave me more of like the eldest brother vibe. But I guess he is middle child, and I guess they forgot about him a little bit. So. Poor guy. They really did. Like, this man could come in middle of the night from his rakes club, or I don't even know what you would call what he was doing with, like, the painter. The orgy painting place. Yeah. Yeah. And just no one would bat an eye. Mm -hmm. It was all chill. Um, But I don't know. I think his character has real potential to be interesting. And I don't know how closely... um, the writers of Bridgerton plan to follow the um, Bridgerton series written by Julia Quinn. Mm. Um, because I'm pretty sure that there aren't really any gay characters in okay. her book. So I'm like, oh, if we if we felt that vibe about Benedict, maybe that's a story that will evolve over like the mm-hmm. next few seasons. Mm-hmm. But I'm also, I don't know, I'm a little bit skeptical if that will actually happen. That's kind of one of my fears about Bridgerton is I love the first season so much. And even though like every sibling got a little bit of their own Mm storyline, Daphne and Simons was so strong. So other characters like um, Benedict and like Eloise kind of fall through the cracks a little bit. So then you kind of worry about if they're going to be able to I guess, hold their own for their, uh, their own individuals. Seasons, yeah. No, it's definitely a thing that we have to think about. Let's actually move on to the probably the next Bridgerton who's going to get the spotlight, <laughs> which is controversial. Um, it's <laughs> Anthony Bridgerton. We're going to be talking about him, and we're going to be talking about Sienna Rousseau, who was his love interest uh, in the season. So what did you guys think about Anthony? So, like... <laughs> I feel like you're just waiting for he, us to say that we hate it. Annoying. <laughs> he, so annoying. Yes. And also, did he give y'all like Hugh Jackman vibes? Like with the sideburns? Yes, he did. He yeah. did. Yes, I think so. And that was that was a personal choice of the actors. Oh. He asked to have the the mutton chops and he also grew out a mustache apparently. And they gave him the green light for that. And then when he showed up on, like, the first day of filming, they are like, okay, the mustache has to go. But you can keep your 
You can keep your sideburns. It's hilarious. No, the sideburns, I feel like, are timely. Does that make sense? Like, I feel like it does go with Mm -hmm. the the times. I don't know. I guess when I think, like, old, you know, like, whatever. I don't even know how to say that. I was going to say to the time period that I'm not even aware of. But I just feel like I think of, like, eccentric facial hair and things like that. I feel like that was really spot on in that sense. But yeah, he did really give you Jackman vibes. Even with the way he would walk sometimes is very like Yeah, the but you know. The cyburns were definitely in his annoyingness was not. I couldn't I just he like screwed Daphne over like so many times in the early season. Also, I got this vibe he was into her. I know that's like wrong, but like he was so protective. And I thought it, so too, Dom. I thought yeah. that was the whole thing. I thought that was the scandal. I was like, oh, he's into her. Like, you know. <laughs> Just us shipping Antony with yeah. everyone in the story. We're like, oh, does he secretly like yes. Simon? Does he like Daphne? Oh my gosh. What is I went going through on? a roller coaster. At first, I was like, yo, he's got a thing for Daphne. I thought it was going to be some complex thing about how, like, he's just messing with Sienna, but, like, Daphne is the girl that he wants and needs type of vibe like she's like a a woman of high society so she like fits everything but like he's she's his sister so he can't and you know back in the day people were crusty sometimes you know (laughs) cousins and all so i really thought that's where they were going kind of game of thrones you know but and i i don't think you're wrong for having that opinion because like i think in the first episode Mm -hmm. when antony's with uh sienna um, he's like talking about his sister and how she's a lady and she has to be like afforded certain opportunities. And like the whole implication is that Sienna is not a lady. So um, I don't That's think what I, Yeah. So I was like, okay. And then it's, it stopped. Like, you know, when he, when, you know, Violet stepped in and she's like, stop messing my daughter up. And he's like, okay. <laughs> and then um the whole simon thing came in and i was like so now anthony's in love with simon like that's what i thought <laughs> and um i was wrong each time but you know, it's also it's, it we it can't forget that he like tried to set her up with nigel like oh. he was trash oh god right? god i didn't oh understand that at all also were they okay this is what i didn't understand for a second there's a lot of, at the beginning, things that I thought they were insinuating that didn't end up, like, playing out. One, there was a scene where they zoomed in on Daphne's, like, while she was getting her dress fitted. And there was, like, like scabs on her back, right? And I was like, is that from, like, tightening the corset too tight? Or is that from, like, some type of abuse? Because that's what I was thinking. Because the way mm. that she kept running away from, what's his face? Nigel? was like yeah. on some predator vibes like as in like he had already you know acted out of line that's the impression i got but it doesn't seem like that's the case they didn't really like elaborate on that so i have to assume that that's not what happened that he's just gross and creepy but he kept saying like oh like she didn't want to be alone in the room with him like that's how scared of him she was so i felt like i was like are th- is there something here like some history that I don't know about that we're supposed to like find out later but yeah I don't know well even when you first like get introduced to Nigel she like immediately wants to get away from him and that's where I thought and like I agree with you and where she was like okay she really wants to get away from this guy like yeah he's kind of gross but like we don't really know what he's about so it struck me as something like she's met him before yeah needs to get away from him so there could have been history of abuse potential especially in those times like I feel like it would make 
it would make sense as to why she might not have disclosed that to somebody and she's just like scared but um but anthony trying to set him i just what in (laughs) why is he so dumb anthony basically being like hey i'll hang out with prostitutes I'm gonna sell my sister right? to a Oh my gosh. Like, what? <laughs> I'm like, how do you go from picky to picking Nigel? Like, make that make sense. It was disgusting. I hated it. Yeah. For also, real. I know. Can we talk about how poorly he treated Sienna as well? Oh my goodness. Like, this poor girl. <laughs> I just, I felt, I actually, I'll say this. The only time I was like, you know, kind of sympathizing with Anthony ever, the only time, was when. <laughs> It was simultaneously, I was so happy she dumped him at the end. I was like, yes! <laughs> but at the same time, I did actually kind of feel bad yeah. for him. Because he had, to give him credit, he had taken the step of like, okay, I'm going to try to introduce you to people. But she ultimately did take the right decision. Because she's like, you know, even though you're going to introduce me and parade me around, like, you still need me to change. And like, I need to be with someone who, you know, is good with me. Yeah. It definitely seemed, uh, like, too little too late, right? Mm. Like, I was kind of unsure about her relationship with that guy. But, yeah, even if Anthony is, like, slowly evolving, it was just, like... No, yeah, their relationship was, like, toxic. It was weird. And I'm glad that she shut it down. I think it was the best Yes, for, her, for sure. And also it's Anthony. <laughs> Ugh. Sorry. <laughs> well, he's, he's another one of those Bridgerton boys where mm-hmm. I'm, like, We've gotten the green light for season two. They've announced that it's going to be centered around Anthony. And I'm like, all right. Like, one of the tropes that I hate most is when Mm -hmm. we have, like, the man-child who's underdeveloped and, like, can't talk about his feelings. And I'm just wondering how he is going to, I guess, like, hold up season two. I'm like, I I don't see it working. I'm hoping the writers are really creative. So, I don't know. I think season two will be more determined by if we like his love interest. I think that's going to be the biggest thing. Mm-hmm. Like, let's say his love interest, the love interest that they pick for him or whoever, is like a really entertaining girl or something. Then I think we'll be interested, we'll be hooked. But if it's like just some, like if she kind of falls flat, I think Anthony will equally fall flat at the same time. I definitely think they can't go with anyone who's not like strong and speaks her mind type of vibe. Like you can't have uh, a demure, simple, like regal type of girl be the the his what is it his opposite I guess because I feel like the season would just drag down like completely. I don't know. I feel like that would be yeah what they would need watch them like pair him with someone who's like it's like a chase for him obviously but then eventually he's like it's just what Mm -hmm. i needed like this whole time and she'll definitely be high society material i feel like for sure yeah um i'd be curious too to see who he ends up with and i think i think they're gonna do lovers to haters oh yeah yeah. (laughs) haters to lovers sorry yeah 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 yeah. Yeah. i think they're gonna do that with him because he's already like we said he's not necessarily a likable character so we definitely would need someone who also doesn't like him at his beginning and then he he goes through some growth and then we're like okay we're okay with him now that type of vibe i don't see any other way being like okay with me if you ask me (laughs) no it's true (laughs) okay Speaking of 
No, I don't even have a transition for this one. Next couple, <laughs> or next group of people, we're going to talk about Marina Thompson um, and Colin Bridgerton. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I feel like Alex did not like Colin. <laughs> Alex, I didn't dislike Colin. I Colin was a sweetie. He was. Great. I loved him. He was. <laughs> I just a moment of silence for him. That's how I feel. <laughs> I feel so bad for him. I just. I wish. Look, I'm such a. I feel like their whole story was a tragedy. Mm. That's it. That's what I witnessed. If you ask me, like that was the tragedy of the whole season. Like. Sienna and Anthony, I guess, was sad, but not really because it's like the right thing to do. I just feel like, oh my gosh, I skipped a group of people, but my bad. We'll <laughs> go back to them later. My bad. Um, yeah. I just felt like it was so sad. It was just the whole thing with Marina, Marina having to like find a guy real quick and then having to trick Colin, who's like such a sweetie pie. He's so pure. And then she's like, nah, I'm going to, you know, destroy him. Yeah. But she didn't really want to, but, you know. Colin had such honest intentions, too. Like, he's like, I'll yes. raise this baby. Like, I'll help you. And she's like, nah, I'm leaving. Yeah. I felt so bad for him. I know. He got, like, rejected bad. Like, you know, I really I really was hoping she would fall in love with him, too. But Nah. Marina, like, I don't know how y'all feel about her. She was, like, an okay character for me. Like, I, I felt bad for her. Yeah, I feel 50-50 about her. Yeah, like, yeah. I loved and hated her. I felt bad for her. She definitely used Colin. Um, she wasn't always the nicest to Penelope. And Penelope, I mean, she had her own feelings about Marina, who was kind of pretending yeah. as if she was into Colin. Yeah, it was just messy, in my opinion. So she kind of caused unnecessary drama, I feel. Mm-hmm. I just, I, but I will say, I think she was kind of pushed into it a lot mm. under um, Portia Fredericton's, oh, yeah. like, you know, the mom. She really did kind of like spin her for a loop because I feel like she was like, you need to get married. You need to do this now. And it was very much like she was, she was scrambling. Like it was very clear that she was scrambling to get things right. And it was sad, obviously. I think, like, like you said, Dom, she's like, not the most moral character by any means like whatsoever but you do feel like you feel for her because she's in like a really unfortunate situation Mm -hmm. but at the same time she does do and say things that you're like oh no like why would you do that you know so (laughs) yeah i agree let's go quickly back to another group that i was supposed to do before this one because you know (laughs) Then we can't talk about the next group. So we were supposed to talk about Violet Bridgerton, who's Mama Bridgerton. Yes. And Portia Fretherington, who's the mother of the Fretherington Ensemble. Um, so what did we think about Violet? I loved her. I'm like, can she be my mom? Yeah. <laughs> and I, I, and the, the two characters work, I guess, like really well as foils for each other. Mm-hmm. Like you just have them like so different, right? Um, but great for comparison's sake. Even, like, how they, like, treat their daughters, like Penelope being like, oh, I really would prefer not to be wearing yellow and um, stuff like that. And Portia just being so concerned about, like, how they look but not really caring about how they feel at all versus um, Violet is obviously just, like, so much more kinder and approachable. I don't know. I think that, like, I would love to learn more about the original Lord Bridgerton and, like, their marriage because I think that, like, everybody, like, deep down loves, like, big families. And then when, like, the parents are, like, 
old and married and still in love too. Like, I don't know, people just enjoy that narrative and I'd love to learn more about how they were um, as a couple. And even there was like the B throughout the series and I did some reading online and apparently that's supposed to like symbolize Daphne's father because he died from a bee sting. So it's like, is he is he watching over them? I thought that was really weird to like have yeah, that's... be represented by the thing that killed him um, throughout the whole series. I was like, oh, hot take, okay. Um, but yeah, I loved Violet, and I mm. think that like Portia had her moments too, and I For think sure. she's gonna be super fun to watch in the second season because they kind of leave her in uh, the lurch, right? Her husband has done all this gambling. I'm not really sure, like, if they get to keep their house in the second season, kind of what's going to happen there. Um, but as, like, abrasive as Portia was, I think she she did have some, like, softer moments as well. For sure. I think I had I had a soft spot for Portia because, like you said, they're uh, Violet and – I love Violet, obviously, too. Um, they, they foil each other. They're very um, opposite. But I think – Violet is like who we want to be, but I think Portia is <laughs> kind of how a is lot of who we are. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Because it's like it, at the same time, even though Violet is more loving and like more calm, and yeah, she's also been dealt a better hand. Like, let's be real, in some sense, like she has you know yeah. beautiful children, and like um, her husband and her had like a wonderful marriage, which is like honestly in that time is kind of like luck. Or, or coincidence because you don't necessarily just choose your husband for love like 100% you know there's a lot of other things that go into it so the fact that she found a husband that was like you know I guess of the proper status and that she happened to like was like great versus Portia was stuck with her deadbeat that guy oh my gosh <laughs> he annoyed me too I was like another Anthony that's what yeah. I thought when he <laughs> messed up his daughter's um, chances with that suitor when <laughs> The uh, Philippa got, was the only one who got like one guy to come to her, and the dad ruined it. And it's because he didn't have her dowry. Disgusting. I hated that for every everything that was. He was a dusty, dusty, cowardly man, and they really showed us. But I feel like, well, I mean, is he is he not yeah, dead I'm now? So like, I speak ill of the dead. He yeah. he got what he deserved, yeah. I guess. Yeah, I can appreciate though the like the strength in both Violet and Portia, like they're the matriarchs, like they're in charge. I love that. I want to say though, could Violet not have taught her daughters about sex though? Like that was yeah, like that so was... uncomfortable. <laughs> I was so like, she was very much like a boys will be boys type attitude. And I think that's probably like the time as well. But like her daughters are so like underprepared entering society, like they have no idea. And also when yes. Daphne asks her mother for advice, she's like, it'll be amazing. But also like, it's not perfect. I'm like, that didn't help anyone. Like, who was that helping? Like, I agree. I was very disappointed. That was the probably the biggest part where I was really disappointed with her. Because it's maybe like, yeah. oh, you don't teach your daughters until it's relevant, maybe. Like, that's her idea. But when your daughter is mm-hmm. about to go away on her honeymoon, like, you gotta... And lay out the facts. Yeah. Grab your bootstraps <laughs> and, you know, tell her the truth. Like, it was just... It was too much. Yeah. And it was... It was a lot. I feel like... She really ill-prepared. She was, yeah, Daphne was definitely ill-prepared in that sense. I was just going to say, I think that's the one part of Violet. Like, I was so impressed with her when she would tell off Anthony. She's like, you're not, you act like mm-hmm. the man of the house, but you're not the man of the house. Like, she's obviously the woman of the house, which I could appreciate that strong female character. 
I just didn't like how she didn't help her yeah. daughters, like, set them up because... Again, she had like that boys will be boys mentality, like you'll learn in due time. But if her daughter's entering society, mm-hmm. she's considered a woman now. So why not why not even just like inform her, help her out? That was probably the one thing. I wish she and Daphne were a little closer and probably had more advice to offer Daphne. It was very much like vague and I didn't yeah. Yeah, yeah. They had a very odd dynamic. It's like sure. they were close except for that part. Like it's like I think very much like they told each other yeah. like well Daphne told her everything and that's kind of the vibe they were on. But it seemed like Violet was like hiding this it's almost like that that mm-hmm. was kind of the rude awakening that Daphne had was that like my mom's kind of been hiding this whole part of like life from me it's a little bit on that like oh I've been isolated like yeah a little bit this is an exaggeration but a little on like some Rapunzel type of stuff like you think you know something about the world and then you yeah. find out it's not that and then later you're kind of like you question everything like it's like did you even you know prepare me the way I was supposed I, to be prepared I feel like that's like know, a greater like problem across yeah. all Shonda Rhyme shows yeah. though is that like to bounce off Dom's point um I also wanted to highlight how Violet kind of tells off Anthony because I was like, oh, that was such a good scene. And then you have um, Lady Danbury later on. She kind of tells Simon, like, hey, watch your ego and your pride because Mm, it's going to leave you with nothing. Um, So I think that a lot of the female characters, even Sienna, and then if you look at other um, Shondaland shows like Grey's Anatomy or Scandal, the women are actually quite good at um, kind of doing these like grandstands and confrontations with the men. But in terms of like the um, female and female relationships, whether it be like yeah. mother daughter or coworkers mm-hmm. or whatever, sometimes they have a tougher time kind of like divulging, um, I guess, like the meatier parts of their lives or having those tricky conversations. So maybe like, Maybe Eloise could be, um, like, her second go-around and Violet could get that conversation right. I think it's always hard being um, the oldest daughter, I guess, because it's, like, once that kind of maybe, like, uncomfortable Mm -hmm. experience happens with you. Like, even I think about, like, when you get your period and, like, I have an older sister, so, like, I can think about this. But, like, it's like, oh, yeah, I did not have that talk with my mom. Like, I have that talk with my older sister and she helped. So I feel like it's just kind of a little bit, um, like, Daphne's position. And it is unfortunate. And, like, Mm -hmm. it would have made us love Violet even more if she could have, I guess, like, traversed that, like, difficult conversation especially in like the 1700s but I don't know Mm -hmm. yeah I really I feel like yeah she could have done it would have been similar to like her her conversation with Anthony like a reality check type of vibe and I was waiting for her and it was all it was so and that was the point of the scene but it was so frustrating just watching her not be able to even like say the word or like explain like in layman's terms like what a honeymoon was basically and it was and it's it's almost it's almost kind of scary the fact that she had to learn all of it from Simon if you really think about it like that's that's a you know that's your husband but still almost a stranger you know and when your mom couldn't even tell you all that stuff you know you have to be presented by you know another male figure on how things are and she's just learning about herself through him which is yeah we not saw how that ideal, ended up you know? so. yeah exactly. <laughs> So yeah, her mom didn't send her didn't set her up for yeah. success in that uh, realm and stuff. But we're gonna be moving on to other female characters. 
because um, you mentioned Eloise. We're going to talk about Eloise Bridgerton and Penelope Fretherington. So what did you guys think? I mean, just go off, I guess. <laughs> yeah, Dom, you go first. Yeah. <laughs> Shout it from the rooftops. <laughs> I just want to say I loved Eloise. I thought she was so charming, such a relatable character in the sense that, like, I think we've all gone off our soapboxes, talked about our feminist ideals, how we don't need a man. I really liked that she was very focused on wanting to go to university, trying to figure out who Whistledown was. I just thought she was hilarious in general and offered a lot of comedic like scenes in the show. And I really appreciated her friendship to Penelope, who was a lot quieter and more patient with Eloise. And I just liked their dynamic in general. That's something I wish Daphne had was like a friend, similar to how Eloise had Penelope, where she had someone to talk to about life in general so that's why I really liked the Penelope Eloise dynamic for sure yeah I definitely like their dynamic I agree with you uh, Daphne having a friend would have been good one two um yeah I like their <laughs> dynamic I definitely I'm not as big of a fan of Eloise I definitely agree with you she was comedic relief <laughs> however she got a little too um preachy for my taste I I think I think it's easy to say all these things when you're not the one being pressured to do all these things. Like, like I, I feel like Penelope really kind of put her in her place in one of the episodes where she was kind of like, hey, not everyone gets to be rich and pretty. Like, I have to, even though you want to go to university and do all this stuff, like, I'm just a normal girl. I still have to go find a husband or else, you know, like, what happens to women who don't have husbands in that time? It's not good for them unless they have money yeah. and stuff like that. So I feel like she needed a little bit of a check your privilege type of thing for for me, for my taste. But I did enjoy her. I think she's comedic. And at the end, she did thank Daphne. Like she said, because mm. I thought she was being somewhat ungrateful to her older sister. And she said, like, you know, I'm actually really happy that you, you know, did your thing because it showed that, you know, Violet even stopped being so pressuring on Eloise. And I do think a lot of it has to do with like, you know what, Daphne has a Duke now, so I don't really need to <laughs> worry that much about my other daughters. <laughs> and I feel like her coming to that realization at the end was important for me for to not like, you know, look at her character as just the... Because I feel like they do this a lot with feminist characters. Like it's a lot of feminist characters who usually they're never like the main characters, by the way, mm -hmm. which is like to think about but they're usually the side character and they're usually doing a lot of talking not a lot of action per se i think she did do better in this like in her in the series rather than like maybe some other characters that i can think of because she was looking for lady whistledon and all that stuff but um i did i did think she was a little she was a little much for me personally that's just how i felt about eloise yeah i don't i also loved eloise i thought I agree with you, Anne. It is sometimes a little cliche to have the kind of scrappy and comedic younger sister. Like even mm -hmm. I think about like to all the boys I've loved before, how that is basically Kitty, Kitty Cubby yeah. um, per personified and she's a little bit more feminist um, or like liberal and modern about her like expectations. Um, but yeah, I think Eloise was like such a great she had maybe one of the best like character arcs too I would say because she does um she gets humbled a little bit especially with her relationship with um Penelope like I think she turns out 
um, being a much better friend in the end and does get a little bit of a reality check, (laughs) especially since she knows that, like, Penelope does, like, (laughs) her brother. And I don't know. I just love this character, and I'm really excited to see what happens with her. Um, But I want to ask you guys, were you shocked when Penelope was revealed as Lady Whistledown? I feel like Bridgerton tried to do a lot of, like, bait and switches, and I, w- I guess I wouldn't say I was shocked, but I was almost kind of disappointed when it was revealed that it was Penelope. I was like, when did, like, it was almost like Dana's Gossip Girl. I was like, how, how did this yeah. happen? <laughs> yeah, Alex, I'm actually, like you, very disappointed that Penelope is Lady Whistledown. But I'm thinking that maybe she's not and that potentially she works with this person because she is um, the one who's entering society so she could see all these things so I'm thinking there's multiple people working for this like alias like writer but I was like disappointed I was like no I don't want this to be Penelope after all this (laughs) no no. offense to Penelope I think she's got other things to worry about but like I think they're just trying to trick us because season two I feel like we're in for something you know (laughs) I I completely agree with you Dom that's literally I was thinking when I I didn't I was also disappointed at first I wasn't even disappointed because I didn't believe it when I saw it I was like (laughs) nah it's not her because I just thought her being Lady Whistledon is way too obvious to me she has the most like like let's say stakes in it like her whole like oh I hate Marina she's taking my man type of vibe she's yeah. very Sierra Burgess is a loser type of vibes. like you <laughs> yeah. know I, I'm sorry but it's like very much like the guy oh, that gosh. I like doesn't like me I'm gonna you know destroy everything kind of thing right so yeah I thought like there's I was like she's not Lady Whistledon but she's definitely the one who told Lady Whistledon about Marina like I knew that for a fact I was like that's a fact yeah fact and especially that Eloise was like oh we need to find out who she is blah 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 and then she was like trying to help her find out who it was but she was really doing a lazy job like I was like this is oh, your she was very distracted right and she would often she would tell Eloise too she'd be like not now like I, mm-hmm. I can't deal with it yes. that's a bigger problem exactly <laughs> so I was like I feel like the reason I definitely was like, nah, she's, she, and I agree with Dom with the part where she's working. I think there are multiple people. Agree, I totally agree with that. I think there are maybe like, maybe it's like a three person operation type of thing. Like maybe one person is doing all the distributing. I don't know, whatever. I just don't, I don't think that it's just Penelope. I think Penelope got honestly like hired by Lady Wilson because she's so, she was so vulnerable, like in her situation. And she was so like, frustrated with it all and she wanted to stop them because if it wasn't for her marina and colin would have gotten married and and that would have been that and that's it you know so i feel like she was desperate Mm -hmm. enough to go seek somebody like lady whistleton and and plus lady whistleton knows the tea so i feel like she knows where to go and find her recruits you know so i just i also agree with dom i don't think this is the a hundred percent truth and i also don't think they would reveal something as crucial like that in the first season if there's not going to be more to it i just that's just how i feel about that that's what i think yeah i think too like alex brought it back to gossip girl and and i don't know how familiar you are with it but like mm-hmm. gossip girl ended up being one of the main characters like yeah, Dan. I know. I watched like I didn't watch the whole show, but I watched like the first season and I know who Dan is and I'm like, uh, 
what? <laughs> yeah, but it's it was such a it was such like a disappointment because we're going through six seasons, like trying to figure out who started Gossip Girl, all these things. Mm-hmm. And it's, oh, it's Dan. It was Dan the whole time who we were like, what? And they came up with like the worst abysmal excuses to be like, oh, it was Dan because he was here in this moment with this. And that's why I think like in this like show in particular with Bridgerton, like I think they're going to have like, a, it's like three moles. Like one mm-hmm. person's in Queen Charlotte's like palace. One person goes to all the society like balls and like the luncheons and all these. And then there's one more. And I think it might be a man who's helping getting all this like distributed. Yeah. Like the print and everything. I think that's what yeah, I'm thinking. I definitely think there's it's like a whole I think it's going to be we're going to find out like it's a whole operation and I think (laughs) we're going to find out that they're they might even be trying to expand their operation like outside Mm -hmm. of just uh whatever city they live in or whatever village like I think they're really trying to make this a thing you know be hilarious I love when um like older shows um try to explain something that's that happens now if that makes sense like they they kind of rewrite history so it'd be really kind of hilarious if you know, they have a whole sting operation and, like, they find out that they're spreading <laughs> yeah. it out. And then that ends up just becoming how local news happens. Like, you know, like, that's the explanation behind it. You know, I love those kind of things. I don't know. I'm a sucker and for those. Love it. Figure, yeah. Exactly. I love those cute little things. So I would, I, I again, I agree with Dom. I don't, I don't yeah. believe it. I'm not sold. I'm not, I don't believe it. I'm not sold. Mm-mm, mm-mm. I'm, I'm skeptical. But what do we think about Penelope overall? Sorry, just to... Yeah, no, overall, I did not hate Penelope. I actually liked her. I felt bad for her a bit. <laughs> I can't stand the yellow dresses, though. I'm sorry, I know that's so shallow, but I was, like, not feeling it. But they're going to give her the best makeover. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't know if that's so shallow to say, but it was the dresses. I was like, no, girl, we need a new outfit. But... um no, altogether, I didn't mm-hmm. mind Penelope. I don't think she's my favorite, um, but I don't hate her. And I actually feel bad for her because of, like, how Portia treats her and her sisters. I'm hoping, like, season two we'll see some more growth from her. Like, she really, like, makes a comeback into society. Like Alex mm-hmm. says, like, she gets, like, some form of makeover. Doesn't need to change everything about her, but, like, mm-hmm. I don't know. She becomes, like, more confident in herself. I feel like that would well, be Well, she gets to pick a dress or two. That could be literally a makeover because she, <laughs> <laughs> she never gets to pick them. I didn't. I don't, I guess when I say, because for example, I like honestly kind of hated Anthony. Like I was like, ugh, get off my screen. Like mm-hmm. that's, that's how I felt about him. Right. I didn't like Penelope, but it wasn't like in a way of like, I don't want to see you. It's like her story is super yeah. interesting. I'm really invested. It's mm-hmm. just, I don't, I don't actually like you as like a person. Does that make sense? You wouldn't have a sleepover with her. <laughs> yes. Like I'm like, no, you're doing a lot of like bad things and you're like, you know, kind of, Uh, you're not, you're not the moral compass, let's (laughs) say, of the show, for sure. And you're kind of whiny a little bit. But I enjoyed her as a character. That's what I'm trying to say. So I definitely liked her story. And she was needed. Like, you need a character like that, who... Oh, for sure. Because you need to highlight, I, I really hate when they don't highlight in, like, shows sometimes, how much like beauty is a currency especially in those times uh for women you know so it's like she's I mean I think she's cute but like obviously she's not the conventional type Mm -hmm. that you know suitors were looking for so I think it was really important to show how how much like like you know the Bridgertons obviously they're they're well off but from what we like, other than like you know finding out that dad has a gambling problem, it seemed like the Bridgertons and the and the Fredericktons weren't like that apart in social class. However, 
like the Bridgerton's beauty standard that they held or whatever, mm-hmm. put them on yeah. another level. Like the queen is like, you know, she's the darling of, of the, of this town. Diamond of the first water. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah. I feel like it was a really good way to highlight how, um, how conventional beauty standards really do like Mark really changes your life. Like literally Marina too, who is of lower status than the other Fredericton's was in a better mm-hmm. position uh, until you know what happened, but she was in a better position than all of them because she was considered beautiful. So I think it was really important. Like I, I, in that sense, I love her character for that. I think it's super important. Yeah. Do I like her as like a person? No, she reminds me of very, um, what's I hate the male version of her, by the way, I forget. Oh, I'm a nice guy. I feel like she's that. Like, you know, like, <laughs> I'm a nice guy. Like, you know, I'm... I oh, this. nice guys finish last. Yes. Yeah. She's very that, you know? Oh, and yeah. And I empathize <laughs> with that feeling. Like, I think everyone kind of has that feeling yeah. at some point. If you're not, like, hot and gorgeous, you feel that at some point. But I don't... I don't like, I guess, the sense of entitlement that comes with a lot of these people who have the... I'm a nice guy, like, or like, you know, we talk sometimes, like, Colin's been nice to me, like, twice, why isn't he in love with me, like, it's, you know, and it's like, breaking up Marina and him is not gonna bring him to you, like, that's yeah. the part that she needed to grasp, yeah, I'm really excited to see how they kind of navigate yeah. that, because I feel like they are definitely setting yeah. up Colin to be her love interest, like, she, she you already, so? oh, 100%, mm-hmm. she, would die for him right we already know that and then he's yeah he has yeah. been like honestly just like kind to her i would say but yeah. like mm-hmm. in terms of like being your best friend's older brother like oh hey do you want to dance like kind of yeah. like having a little bit of banter really just being friendly but then they've sent mm-hmm. him away on this i don't even know what you could yeah. call it right he's, he's going on a trip yes yeah, so like he's, he's in just... greece or somewhere he's gonna learn all about himself i don't know um, I feel like yeah. that will be super fun to watch and I'm hoping yeah. that they don't mess it up because I feel like it could easily mm. be messed up a la Sierra Burgess as a loser. They really could because again, it would be Sierra Burgess. I need some big growth from her before I ship them together because I don't ship them at all. Like I think Colin is so much better than her. I'm so sorry. He's like an angel. <laughs> oh also, I don't I don't want to see her lying to people about if she truly is Lady Whistledown, I'm like, okay, well, let let people in on the operation. Like, you know, if you have these people that are so ride or die for you, like Eloise and like Colin, I'm like, let them know. Maybe, I don't know. I think that could do a lot for her character in terms of like, if some people have, um, I guess, like conflict. Oh, gosh. Could it's, you imagine like, yeah, even if she becomes, that, yeah. sorry, even if she becomes like a better person. She was still Lady Whistledon. Like, she still ruined, or in theory, whatever she was, yeah. if she is or if she's not, she still helped or was the person that ruined lives at some to some extent, right? So I don't know how you can go from that to I deserve to be with Colin, the purest of the pure. That's where I'm really, like, ooh. I honestly, I'm showing my bias. I love Colin. I want him, I want the best for him. So I need, you know, I no, we really do love him. I don't I don't want to see him get lied to again. And I also just yes. hate when couples get in fights because they're like, oh my God, how could you withhold the truth from me? You lied to me and ruined my life. Like, I really hope that it's not mm-hmm. like, okay, 
the writer smiley set them up to be together and then yeah. he finds out that she's lady whistledown and she had been like publishing something kind of like nasty or salacious about him and then it's like oh, oh. relationship over i can't be with you anymore yeah, so that sucks i don't know i don't know i feel like she should get a new guy if you ask me i feel like she should get like a a morally mm. ambiguous man <laughs> you know <laughs> Like Anthony? Like, you know. No. Uh. <laughs> like Anthony. No. <laughs> Imagine. <laughs> oh, my no, gosh. No, no, no. Not that. I don't, I don't hate her that much. <laughs> Oops. No, I feel like, I feel like she should be with, like, a, a nice, a guy who's just like her. I feel like mm. she should end up with a, I'm just a nice guy guy. They should be together. Oh, gosh. And complain about you know their lives together i just i'm sorry i don't see her with colin i need way more to be convinced because i don't i don't i don't think she deserves him (laughs) i think colin should find a nice needs a he needs a good woman and if a nice one too who's like kind of strong that would be fun to see someone like busting colin's balls that'd be fun I think okay. that would he would literally just be blushing. We'll see. I don't, I don't know if he could survive a woman like that. That's why I'm thinking more and more that <laughs> him and Penelope could be good in theory. I mean, what do you think, Dom? Are you are you with the ship? I am. Okay, since we can't have her with Anthony, I think, honestly, <laughs> Colin and her, like, <laughs> we really oh can't. No, I think her and Colin would work. And I really like the best friend's brother, best friend's sister trope. Like, I always really found that, like, uh, interesting. I actually do brother, like in shows or movies. Brother trope. And I don't know. That sounds weird. What do you mean? <laughs> the best friend, no, like the be- the best friends, okay. like brother, the best friend, sister. Did I say the brother's brother? You said, oh yeah. I, I don't know. You said something. <laughs> it sounded like sibling on sibling love there. So that's why oh, I was God. like, <laughs> something about a brother. No, anyway, I think like what would be good because knowing he's going to go travel to Greece mm-hmm. to find himself. I don't know what he's doing there, but like. I think it'd be cool because we talked about Penelope entering society and maybe having her glow up a little bit. Like mm-hmm. he comes back, sees Penelope and he's like, oh damn, like she's not my little sister anymore. You know what I mean? Like she's not my best friend's little sister. I don't have these sisterly feelings. I 100% know that's going to happen. Ugh. I haven't read the books, but I'm getting a vibe it's going to happen. Like Stop. they set it up no. nicely. Sorry. <laughs> I hate it. She's not she's she's not a good person. I'm sorry. I don't No, she's not. She needs more of a she needs more of an external makeover. She needs an internal I can't have her just, you know, not buy a yellow dress and then call and be into it. I'm not I don't support it. I oh gosh. I think they could wear yellow together. She needs to get Yeah. Ugh jeez. Let's be real. Marina would have killed in yellow. That's just another She thing would, there. yeah. Yeah, she, she would have. Okay. <laughs> we finally, we still haven't touched upon the literal main character, so we got to get to there. Oh, gosh. But um, basically, to recap, I am not for Colin and Penelope, and I will not be. And will die on that hill, okay? I will die on I that hill. I will. I will. I'll be like, uh, no, <laughs> I don't like it. I don't like it. But as for the, you know, central couple of the show, Daphne mm-hmm. Bridgerton. And Simon Bassett. They really should give him a different name. <laughs> there was no inflection on that. That was like, right? and Simon Bassett, unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just not the same ring. Like, I can't even do the voice. Like, Bassett. It's not the same thing. It's not as good. The Duke of but, Hastings. Um, yeah, Duke of Hastings. Um, what do we think? Let's, I mean, just go off, everybody. Okay. 
I just want to preface, I don't hate Daphne. <laughs> I don't hate her. I just, <laughs> I was just frustrated with her. Mm-hmm. I think like, because she's the female lead and this story was predominantly about her and Simon's like coming together, yes. but mostly about her entering society. I thought that she was a little surface level at first. We didn't go deep into herself. Like we didn't know what she liked to do. Like, does she like to read? Does she go to strolls with friends? Does she even have friends? Cause from the show, she didn't have friends. No, she don't have you friends. only ever see her talking. Yeah. You only ever see her talking oh, to her brother. Oh, except her lady handmaid. Like, That's it. Her Does that count? Is She's kind of paid to talk to her. Yeah, her <laughs> paid friend. Paid to... is her paid friend. Her... Yeah, that's why I like I mentioned earlier. It would have been nice to see her like friends with someone similar to what Eloise has. Like, mm-hmm. even if it was Penelope too. Like, I don't know what her friendship would have been, but like have someone she can actually talk to about, uh, like what's going on in society. And this friend could be entering society too, but maybe he's just more low key. Um, but no, Daphne. I think I was frustrated with her. I want to see more from her. Her moments of like determination didn't really like inspire anything in me like I was just like okay like she ended up with this guy Simon was pretty hot like we liked him he was great he's but like we did like Simon I was frustrated with him a little bit but I did like his uh that he has so much depth to him like we learn about his childhood we see his flashbacks with his father um how he was treated when he had his like stutter I think that was really impactful so that's why I really liked Simon, Mm -hmm. but I found like Daphne was just kind of like there. Like I'd have tea with her, but I I don't know. Like, what do you guys think? I was going to say like, again, we, we know where Dawn stands on this. I don't think I have like as um, harsh a critique of like Daphne's character. Like even with the like, oh, she had no hobbies or she she had no agency. (laughs) Like She she played the piano. I mean, it was, uh, (laughs) the story wasn't supposed to be about her hobbies, right? Unfortunately. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't know. I think their chemistry together was amazing. And like, definitely she was like on the author's part. And then also on like Shondaland's part, like really smart decision to start the show or start the story with the oldest daughter. Like, I think it was just like so interesting for us to see, like, as like feminist as we are, like it kind of like sets it back a little bit and like. Uh, all the primping and going to the balls and the prospect of like finding a husband I thought was yeah. really interesting um but yeah she is definitely a problematic character but I would also say that Simon is an equally problematic male lead like um even with we get a little bit more of his like backstory and his childhood um he could, like he so could have overcome those um, issues prior prior to meeting Daphne, right? Like, I I don't know. I I liked them as a couple. Um, I'm kind of worried because I feel like now she's just like on the mommy track, and I'm like, okay, like is she just gonna be like the older sister that pops in and out now because everybody loved their relationship so much? So we'll see. Do you wish that it ended with them like yeah. not together and that season? was kind of the reconciliation or no I oh go ahead you just didn't want the happy ending I guess (laughs) yeah I wanted more of like Uh, oh sorry and I said I wanted more of a cliffhanger for her and Simon do you know what I mean like something to give us something to look forward to for season two I don't know like I feel like similar to what Alex said like I could live with that (laughs) no I could live with them being together just not the baby that was the part I didn't need. Yeah. 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 It was so, 
so fast and like I would say like again Alex I agree with you like they were a good couple like I did root for them mm-hmm. through the show just because I didn't love Daphne I still want to see her like end up with Simon because they were steamy oh, yeah. together for sure but I definitely wanted more of a cliffhanger where yeah either they didn't have the baby or they're together but there's like some kind of like shift in their marriage you know what I mean like somebody's keeping a secret like I don't know I wish that was the case because then they could have so much mm-hmm. more for season two because yeah I don't want her to be the older sister who just stops in to say hey <laughs> like have a dinner and then leaves like I actually want them to keep it going because mm-hmm. then maybe we'll learn more about Daphne and I'd like to see that yeah I agree with Alex's sentiment too I'm not as harsh on Daphne as a lot of people are <laughs> like a lot of people agree with you Don. so it's not even that crazy yeah. <laughs> but I think it's also kind of a little bit of bias okay because every other girl too doesn't have hobbies what does penelope do she she asks marina how babies are made like that's basically (laughs) all she does what's her face eloise reads okay i'm sure daphne reads too not that much but she plays the (laughs) piano so they have the same amount of hobbies like you know what i'm saying so i feel like it's a little it's just like it's main character syndrome. I just feel like when you have a main character yeah. and you see them all the time, you get more annoyed with them because you see it's just like oversaturation. Yeah. Maybe I guess that's probably the way I would put it. Um, I think she was okay. She is ugly. She is problematic. There was a very you know controversial scene in uh, episode seven, uh, right, yes. where there was um, sexual yeah. assault. To put it clearly, but. Um, it yeah. was also, it was the combination of, like, all of her toxicity coming together. Like, the fact that he was being dishonest. And he he did, he kind of gas, well, he did gaslight her. He was like, oh, I thought you knew. And it's like, ah, well, she didn't, she doesn't know anything. And you know that because you've been, you know, talking to her and you're pretty. And also saying you can't have children and saying you, and you slash, I don't want children. Very different things. I don't don't take that like uh, lightly either. I feel like I feel like if a woman yeah. did what he did too, I feel like people would come for her, this hypothetical woman for her neck. Like, could you imagine a woman is secretly taking like I don't know pills, mm-hmm. and like even if she's like taking those birth control pills in front of yeah. her husband, he doesn't know what she's taking. And then he finds out, like, she's just preventing herself from having children. I think that would be insane. So I feel like a lot of people didn't, don't see it that way. But I'm like, yo, those are, both of you need some um, therapy from the 1700s. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but obviously, that would be a lobotomy. It'd be an ice pick ex- for the forehead yeah. mm-hmm. <laughs> at that That's time. So. Yeah. so, but I do, I agree. I think they should have, I'm okay with where they left off with their ball. And I think they should have just left it off with them. Literally the scene where they got together and he was okay with, you know, not spilling his seed. (laughs) I feel like that would have been enough of an ending. I didn't need to see her give birth. Like I didn't, honestly, I feel like they could have kicked off season two with her giving birth or being pregnant. I feel like that would have been more exciting Mm -hmm. because we would have seen like how that works. Like how did he treat her while she was pregnant? And like, how is he dealing with the psychology of, of a child being on the way. And I feel like the season could have ended with yeah. her giving birth. Why didn't they do yeah. that? Dang. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's a good point. So weird. No, that's a, I found like, mm-hmm. I don't know if you both would agree, like their marriage, like as soon as they got married, the communication just like stopped. Oh my God. And like, they just like, their marriage just like looked like 
I don't know. Like, I think I was expecting something different mm-hmm. for them. But, like, he lied to her. He kept her in the dark yes. about a lot of things. I feel like he had been honest with her up until that point. So why not say, like, hey, I'm not ready for kids because this is how my dad treated me and mm-hmm. I'm scared. Or, like, I don't know. Like, it would have been really interesting. And that's a good point to bring up, like, him, his the psyche of, like, what he goes through when she is pregnant yeah. like, in season two. Like, he doesn't want to be like his dad, but people compare him to his dad a mm-hmm. lot. So, like... That would be so interesting to see. Yeah, I definitely... That was such a missed opportunity. I really don't get why they didn't do Mm -hmm. that. And I totally agree with you, Dom. I was like, as soon as they got married, it's like they stopped being friends. Like, that was the part of their relationship that I was really rooting for was their... The fact that they were faking their relationship almost allowed them to not have to be serious. Like, you know, I think think that's the, the good thing about a lot of, like romantic movie slash romantic comedies is that the characters usually aren't coming in with like romantic intentions and that's why they're able to really be themselves right so that was like beautiful I was like oh like you know they're able to laugh together and even his speech to the queen oh so beautiful when he was like I was fortunate enough to find my best friend in like also a beautiful body like oh god wreck me and then as soon as they got married yeah. he's like shut up woman and I was like oh, yeah and it was, I was like oh, no gosh. what happened so I was really yeah. I was yeah and like I felt like that too and don't get me wrong, like, the scenes were definitely steamy. Like, they oh, were all yes. over each other. Mm-hmm. But it was, like, it was definitely more of, like, they had, like, fuck buddy vibes <laughs> after they got married. Like, they didn't talk about anything. And, like, Mm-mm. what is she going to do, sit in the house? That's when you really need a hobby, sis. Yeah. Like, that's when, but girl <laughs> wasn't even playing piano. the piano. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't bring the piano with her. <laughs> no, she didn't bring a piano. She didn't bring a book. They didn't even read the books in the library, if you oh. know that scene. Oh, yeah. So, like... <laughs> Yeah, so I think, like, I felt bad for Daphne, I hate to say it, but mm-hmm. I did feel bad for her in that one moment, and then there was the scene, and then I stopped feeling bad for her. Yeah. I think they just had a lot of bad miscommunication yes. when, really, like, they could have been honest the whole time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, especially yeah. her having, I really didn't enjoy the fact that she had to snoop and find his letters to learn about mm. him. I didn't like yeah. that, like, Simon didn't give up any information, like, I would have even preferred if Lady Danbury, like, told her rather than her having to, oh, like, yeah. snoop around. I just For feel sure. like... And Lady Danbury, I think, tipped her off to yeah. the situation, too. So, like, why didn't you just tell her the yeah. story? Like, I just felt like it was, a, it was a lot of, like... Yeah, they just were not communicating at all. And they're like, mm, we live in the same house, but <laughs> we're not together, apparently. So, um, yeah, their marriage crumbled really quickly. So, we're going to get to our question, actually. We're going to talk about (laughs) our cute little question. I think most of us can kind of infer what it's going to be. But I want you guys to rank the Bridgertons and then rank the Fretheringtons, which can include, like, you know, Marina and then, I guess, her sisters. You could just put them as one person, like the sisters. (laughs) For the feathering too. <laughs> but um, I can go first because I, you know, I already knew what the question was. So I can quickly go. Okay. So my favorite Bridgerton, probably hands down, is Violet, actually. I think she was oh, wow. the strongest. She, I really loved her putting Anthony in her place. I, I did, other than the fact that she didn't tell Daphne about the tea, I do think she was a really good mom. Like, she was asking her... And she she wanted Daphne to be in love. Like, she was like, you and the Duke have something else. Like, who cares about the prince? 
you and him have a thing and it's like good. Like I feel like she has good intentions, even though they don't always come out the way she is. She's a boss, okay, from the 1700s. So <laughs> A plus to her, okay. Second place. I'm just going basically by who I would want to hang out with. I'm gonna be honest. <laughs> <laughs> so she's number one. Number two, Colin. Duh, because he's ugh, pure of heart. I would take him under my wing. I would, you know, make sure <laughs> that no dusty musty lies to him again. I can't. I, ugh, he's just so pure of heart, and um, I can't believe they destroyed him. Really, they really destroyed him. Like everyone else yeah. was kind of like morally, like you know, questionable. He was the only one that was on the right track from day dot, and they were like, but still, you're gonna get screwed over. <laughs> so. It's, it's it's just tragic, and I can't wait for his season. I can't. Actually, I can wait if they're just going to put him with Penelope, but <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> My third favorite Bridgerton would be... I'll still put, I'll put Eloise as my third favorite. I think she was... Okay. I, she got checked, so that's why I like her. If she wasn't checked at the end, I would have been like, Eloise, out of here. Fair. But I liked her at the end. And plus, <laughs> I'm excited to see what she's going to do. I low-key think she's going to be kind of... I don't know. Maybe she'll find out about the sting operation. I don't know. I'm interested to see what they do with her. That's mm-hmm. why I put her as my third. And I would hang out with her, even though I'd be like, shut up, Eloise. You're rich. But then we would still... <laughs> she would still pay for my tea. So <laughs> I'd love it. Yeah, exactly. I put her as third. Fourth is Daphne. Um, I let, I didn't, I liked Daphne up till, you know, the point. And I thought she, I thought she was like, I appreciate anyone who thrives in the society that they're in, you know, like if you can play the game, I'm with it. So when she came through with that white dress and she's like, I'm going to catch a prince. I was clapping. I love that stuff. Like I like when people are able to really play up their strengths in a society even if the society they don't agree with it they don't 100 percent think this is the way things are if you're able to like pull yourself up and be like okay i'm a i'm a win today though i i was all for it so daphne is my quattro bridgerton who's left uh benedict is next because you know relevancy pretty much and obviously in last place is anthony <sighs> anthony <laughs> he just I don't hate, I mean, I don't, I don't not not hate him, but I don't actually think he's a terrible person. Let's just say that. I don't think he's evil. I just think he needs to get with the program. I don't know how else to say that. Yeah. Yeah. He needs to, he needs to get with it. So you guys can break your Bridget, rank your Bridgertons and then we'll do the I think, rest of them. Yeah. After. I think mine is pretty similar. Yeah. To I, although I am like kicking myself for not putting Violet at the top. Because she, she really deserves that spot. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. <laughs> I would say my, like, number one Bridgerton, though, would be Eloise. Mm-hmm. And then I would mm-hmm. do, I guess, Daphne. I don't know. Maybe that's controversial. <laughs> um, and then Mama Bridgerton. Um, and I do like Colin, but I also feel like he wasn't even in the show that much. So mm-hmm. excited to see what they do with him. Um, and then, of course, for Benedict and Anthony at the bottom but what about you Dom <laughs> I think I can make a guess but I still want to hear yeah <laughs> yeah no no surprise 
number one for me is definitely Eloise. Again, what? like I can appreciate, I can, <laughs> I can appreciate a really comedic side character. Okay, like, and I found her just so charming. So I'm gonna say Eloise for sure. Number two, second place is Violet. I did rank her as my number two. I thought she was a pretty good, like, mm-hmm. matriarch, and like I loved her relationship yeah. with. I know we didn't talk about this, but with Lady Danbury, like their plotting was hilarious. To oh me. yes, that was so, so good. Yeah, so I really appreciated that. That was like pretty fun. Um, third is definitely Colin. Like again, we don't see him a lot, but like he was sweet. He was so endearing, and he was trying to help Marina out. So like, I could appreciate mm-hmm. a nice a nice boy on the show because a lot of yes. they were pretty sketch. Uh, fourth would be Daphne. Um, again, like could have could have seen more from her, but I didn't hate her, and I thought she was a pretty strong lead. Like the actress did a very good job, and oh, and I agree with. Oh, she was great. And Anthony, I grew... Oh, my God. I called you Anthony. Anne. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Anne was like, how dare you? <laughs> and I agree with you. Like, she plays the game well. Like, she mm-hmm. knows what she needs to do to fit in this society. And I think she kind of, like, figured, like, yeah, my sister Eloise can complain all she wants, but I got to do this. So she does yeah. it. Um, fifth place is Benedict. Again, like, nice guy. A little boring for me like I wish I saw more from him but here's mm-hmm. hoping for season two and in sixth place we got Anthony he's a bit he you know with his Hugh Jackman looks I think he, we need to see more from him next season <laughs> yeah but those are my rankings yes 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 I love those ladies I'm 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 okay with your list I don't have any objections necessarily <laughs> um <laughs> as long as Anthony's like at the bottom we're good yeah, yeah, honestly, yeah. <laughs> yes, obviously, that's the perfect, everything else kind of jumbled up, but Anthony, last. What <laughs> about the other, the Feather, Fre- oh my goodness, their last name, the Featheringtons. Featheringtons. How would we rank them? I'm, I will go first again, because it's, <laughs> it's, it's pretty easy for me. I'm going to put, it's, it's. It's so weird. I guess I have a thing for the moms because I'm going to put Portia first. (laughs) Duh. Because I don't know. I feel like she was interesting. The girl was conniving. She really, a lot of the drama and the stuff that was happening was because of her. She really did, you know, steer the ship. Okay. Other than, I guess, technically Lady Whistledon. But, you know, we we, were still not uh, 100% put on that one. So she was my favorite one. Because I kind of love to hate her, but also root for her all at the same time. Like especially when she found out her husband was trash, I was really rooting for her. Because I was like, dang, she really has to, like, because at first she's already dealing with having to get her daughter daughters married off. You know, like, that's a big deal. And the cousin, too, like, all of a sudden, right? And then she has to now get money. Like, ugh, poor lady. Number one. She's number one. Number Two, I'm going to put them tied, okay? This is not okay, but I'm doing it anyways. I'm going to tie <laughs> Penelope and Marina. I think they're both wow. very annoying at times, but also you feel bo- bad for both of them, but they also do questionable things. Like, it's like all of the above. Like, they, they're basically, to me, almost like the same characters in different, um, like, they have different problems, I guess but they kind of yeah. are reacting to their problems in the same way. Like they're both very like, I don't want to do this. And it's like, well, this is what the situation you have, Marina, you know, you gotta, you gotta marry somebody. And she's like, okay, well then I'm going to start using less. What is it? Not conventional 
not moral means to get to what I need to do. And I feel like Penelope did the same thing as in mm-hmm. like, you know, oh, I, I want someone or I want Colin or I want a suitor period in general and she's not getting them. So then she goes about some very questionable ways to, you know, get her life, you know? So I think those two are the same. And then the sisters are tied for last, I guess. Cause <laughs> I actually, I like the sisters. I thought they were funny. I actually like them for comedic relief, but they literally are like barely characters. Yeah. So I cannot put them above any of the Fredericktons. So, oh, sorry. That's not true. And dead last. Ooh, maybe I'm putting the men real low, but dead last, Mr. Fredericton trash. Put him with the bin. I don't, I don't need him. He's terrible. Hate him. Next. Yeah. That's how I feel. Yeah, I would say mine is probably exactly the same as Anne's. I also really liked Portia. I think that's her name. Um, Mrs. Featherington. Yes. Um, Because I realized how much I appreciate someone who can walk into a room of people who don't like them and still still not care at all and be super confident. Like, the amount of times that family was just, like, so unwanted – but mm-hmm. they just, like, have the confidence to do, like, yeah. whatever, you know, to, I guess, like, belong in a space uh, that they necessarily didn't um, is kind of admirable, in my opinion, um, and also just really funny, too. Um, For sure. And then, yeah, I feel like we also didn't really talk about how, like, Marina is a little bit delusional in terms of, like, yes. all of her plans about trapping the yeah. suitor yeah. and when she tries to, like, get rid of the baby and... Oh yeah. Like she was she was also gaslit too a bit with like all the like letters mm-hmm. um being stolen or faked. Um but yeah, I would I would say that her and Penelope I would put actually Penelope before Marina. Mm-hmm. And yeah. then um her two sisters and her dusty father. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's his name. Yeah. Um I think we're all in agreement with the first one. I also put Portia Portia as my first. I think like yeah. I will say, though, I think for, like, a different reason, too, I just love a character you hate, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I just love a character where you're like, wow, I don't like her from the start. I'm rooting for her. I don't know what it is if it's, like, me just liking the anti-heroes or whatever it is, but, like, yes. um, she's not a villain. That's the thing. Like, she's not really the villain in this. Like, she's just a mom trying to get her daughters married off and trying to give them a good life. And also, they're conditioned to believe, like, this is what they need to do. Right. So she's an unlikable character. Yeah. But I like unlikable characters. I think like they're not they're not lying to us from the beginning. They're not like, oh, feel bad for me because I'm nice. And then they do something sketchy and then you hate them. I like that we already don't like her. And then she has moments where we're like, oh, okay, she's trying to help her daughters. Like, I see what she's doing. Um, Also, her husband is trash. So I feel bad for her, too. But I would say like in second, I put Marina and Mm. Only because, I know I said she's like an okay, so-so character, but she brought the tea. She brought the drama that I needed to see. She did. She did. Yeah. So I was happy with that. I was not rooting for her, but I liked her. I thought she brought a fun dynamic. Third, Mm -hmm. Penelope, mainly because Penelope, like, I don't know. I don't hate her, but like, I didn't love her. And also she was kind of like bratty at times too. I found like, and she really tries to play Marina, like, 
they're acting as friends, and then she really tries to yeah. go against her. Yeah, so I, I put her in third. And then fourth, and I tied them, it would be Mr. Featherington and the sisters. Like, <laughs> I think that's just, like, the, the general consensus here. But the sisters were kind of funny. I won't lie there. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. That was great. Love those rankings. <laughs> well, I'm excited <laughs> to see if our rankings change over time because I think that could happen, mm. like, definitely, of, like, like, will Anthony always be in the last spot? We'll find out, you know, <laughs> things like yeah. that. Um, or will Penelope move up, move down? I don't think she could beat Portia. I could never see her beating Portia. I don't know. I feel like Portia going to consistently be, you know, on that. But we'll see. I'm excited for the second season for sure. And the we'll third, probably fourth, see whatever, how many. Yeah. We'll, we'll probably see some real character development with Portia. Like, I'd love to see her flashbacks, True. like her story. Oh, my gosh. That would be so good. Right? Yeah. I, I think feel so. like her, her backstory would actually be really interesting. Like, I bet you she was hopeful yeah. at first, you know? I don't think she was always um, cynical, let's say, or, you know, always yeah, vain. Yeah, like, she probably was in love with someone else, not Featherington, like right? Mr. Featherington. Like, Ugh. maybe she... Yeah, I would love to see that. Oh, whoa, whoa. What if she was in love with, like, um, Mr. Bridgington? Like, wouldn't that oh, be interesting? Bridgerton? That would wild. be cool. I'd that be would... down for that. Oh, my gosh. Dom, if that's the case, though, if that would be the case, she's Lady Whistledon. <laughs> oh, true. Think. Yeah, <laughs> true. It would make sense as to why she's doing, like, all this stuff in spite because, you know, that would make sense Yeah. To me. Yeah. And her little daughter is just in on it. Yeah, but I don't think that's what it yeah. is. I don't think that's what happened. <laughs> no. But that would probably I think, be, I guess. Yeah. I feel like if they introduced that in the first season, yeah. she'd say, well, you ended up with, you got, like, the diamond of the season, like, Eduardo or whatever his name was. <laughs> like, I feel like that would have been interesting. Yeah. But, yeah, it's okay. That would have been. But now we're going to go into uh, your overall grading for the show before we wrap it, this podcast Ooh. up. So, okay. ladies, what are you going to rate the show? on a letter grade slash 100% scale? Maybe this is really high. (laughs) I don't know. Um, I would give it, I would give it like an 85 to a 90. Okay. Probably leading more towards the 90. Mm -hmm. Like there were lots of, I guess, like problematic moments. Mm -hmm. And I'm like iffy about how the show can continue. If it's going to be like focusing on one sibling at a time and having the, the others be more, I guess, like, background characters but I think it was so good I like aside from having like favorite characters I loved the music mm-hmm. I loved that costume design even though it wasn't like super historically accurate I thought it was great they all looked awesome yeah um and then even like the budget like I like how they're treating it as if it was like a Marvel movie mm-hmm. but in return it's getting the results of a Marvel movie like I think they announced the other night that 82 million households have streamed Bridgerton and I'm like so you know they put their money where their mouth is and it paid off so Mm -hmm. I don't know I just I was a big fan so I would definitely give it like an A yeah nice I think I was a little a little harsher I gave it a B plus so like a 79 percent I think like Alex I'm totally with you like I thought the costumes were great the music was awesome like can we appreciate the vitamin string quartet like doing all these covers of pop songs Ugh. there was I think they're playing like while I think it was wildest dreams if that was like a violin cover while yeah. Daphne and Simon were doing it in the rain I was like what's this song awesome. <laughs> like while this is yes. happening mm-hmm. um yeah they I was did like that. 
saying thank you next. They I did play, yeah, which I thought was great, like, especially in the dance sequence when they're switching partners, like, thank you, <laughs> mm-hmm. next person. I thought that was clever. Yes. Um, but no, I, I also, I think the show brought the scandal, the drama, the steam, for sure. So, like, sure. that was all great. I will say, though, like, in terms of all the characters, I think they could have been, I don't know, like, maybe a little bit better, in my opinion. Like, they were cool, but, like, I don't know. I think the storyline as well, I wish there was, like, more stuff going on. Like, we saw more of, like, Benedict's storyline, Colin's storyline. I would have liked to know more about Portia and her past. I think I would have preferred a different cliffhanger than Penelope leaving in that carriage, us thinking she's Lady Whistledon. So, like, I think that's mm-hmm. where I lost a little bit of... Uh, I don't know. Maybe it lost a little merit for me, but I think a solid B plus. Mm-hmm. Like it passed. I thought it was good. So that's where I'm at. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I would give it. I'm really specific with my marks. I would give it an 87. That's what I'm. Okay. Gonna Ooh, okay. Wow. Well, it's high. I think. I guess a little opposed, <laughs> kind of opposing Dom, but not on purpose. Okay. I think they juggled all these characters really well. I think I've seen what happens when like shows juggle many characters and I didn't feel bored with like any of them really maybe Mm -hmm. uh, what's his face Benedict a little bit but none of it was like ever like I'm like oh I don't want to see this character like I was actually interested in what they were doing what I didn't I didn't favor a group of characters way more than the other and I feel like that happens a lot in shows for me like I'm like oh go go back to you know plot a I don't want to see this one I feel like they really balanced it throughout. Love the story. And I love, I feel like the setting really allows for the drama to be authentic, but also it doesn't have to be too out there. Because I feel like maybe like, for example, Gossip Girl, I didn't finish the show. And part of it is because the drama for me was just like, I don't, this yeah. is too much, you know? Like, I don't like really outlandish, kitschy type of drama, like for drama just to have drama versus a lot of this stuff was like, you know, not that crazy, but it was like, you know, this can have crazy repercussions on your lives. And I think that was a really good, um, the good way that they did that. I really think they balanced it well. I agree with Dom. I did. I didn't like the, I think it kind of unraveled itself in the end. I think it kind of like lost its, its steam. Like I was kind of like, Oh, like what's happening? Like I almost didn't know where we were trying to end. And I feel like that's kind of a problem there. Yeah. Um, and also, yeah, the reveal. Again, I don't think the reveal is real. You lying. It's not her. I don't believe it. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> and I won't believe it until, you know, you show me actual, actual proof of her lit- sitting down writing letters for real, for real. So that's how I feel about that. But I overall, I really enjoyed the yeah. show. And I agree with you, uh, Alex, about the fact that they really gave mm-hmm. a big budget to this um, movie. And you talked about how the results. That's the one thing about Netflix that I'm a little, I don't want to say disappointed, but like I kind of wish that they could have the same merit as box office. Because a lot of these movies or shows um, are doing yeah. really well. But the only thing they can show for is how many people have watched it, you know? Which is great, but I kind of wish that they could yeah, be ranked yeah. along with other movies that have theatric releases. Like, To All the Boys, for example. Obviously, we're going to pick that one. Uh, <laughs> it's It did really well. And, like, everyone knows it's a success. It, like, got really good ratings, but it can never be up there in box office ratings. Like, you know, when it comes to romantic comedies, like, it'll never be – no one can ever say, oh, like, best, you know – 
box office or whatever because it was on Netflix. And I feel like that's the only, like, disappointing part of Netflix is that I think when someone shows that, like, for example, oh, I worked on Bridgerton, like your person who worked on it, you have to say, like, oh, this many people watched it, when you should be able to literally put a monetary value. Like, I worked on a show that brought in, like, X million billion types of dollars. Like, you know, I wish that was a thing. Because, you know, when Avengers got all that praise, it was, like, really evident. Like, it's, like, it made $1 billion. Yeah. Like, there's no disputing that. People aren't going to, like, overlook that. Versus you say, this many people watched Bridgerton, doesn't automatically translate into, like, interest, you know? I feel like money is more tangible as interest because, you know, people are giving up something. Versus watching something... You know, how do they even measure it, too? Did they finish the whole show? Like, I wonder that. Well, I was going to say that as well. They said 82 million households. And I'm like, okay, are they doing it by account? Are they doing it by profile? Because even in my house, I know that, like, I watched Bridgerton. My younger sister also watched it. uh, Mm -hmm. And my little brother ended up watching it. Um, yeah. So, like, that that's three people, but I'm like, oh, are we only represented by, like, technically one account? And I mm-hmm. totally agree with you, Anne, in terms of, like, the monetary um, value. I think that, like, if you – there is some information, I guess, that you're not able to gather in terms of, like, you're never going to know if, like, it's just going to appear, like, one person's watching Bridgerton, but you could have, like, say – 10 people over and you guys are all binge watching it together and Netflix is never going to know that. But even if you took those like 82 million accounts, I'm like that Mm -hmm. and say a movie ticket costs like $12. I'm like, that would be insane. Like that would be record breaking. So. Right. Exactly. But you can't even do that because you know, you can't say, Oh, these people would have gone to the theaters to go watch it. Like we don't know that. And I kind of, wish that there was some like more tangible way of like you know measuring the success you know because I feel like that would be that would really like pave the way for a different because a lot of Netflix is kind of pushing the boundaries of what can be put on TV I guess or what to make shows about like they're not afraid to make shows with uh, different types of people like you know they're really pushing it forward like they're lightning years ahead of Hollywood and even like for example like Disney Plus like they're way ahead of them like in terms of progressiveness and all that stuff so I feel like and you know Hollywood's all like we need numbers like if we're gonna put like someone on as a main character we need like evidence that it works right and Netflix does show that things work but it's still not money and I feel like you know everyone Hollywood execs speak you know green literally so you want to be able to show like, hey, people are actually interested in these kind of things. And like you can make a movie about something like this or you can do colorblind casting or you can do whatever and people are still going to show up for it. So I feel like I really wish that there was some type of I mean, hopefully Hollywood just catches on period. Like if people are watching Netflix, you should want to recreate that same buzz, you know, but I don't know. We'll see what happens with the world and I mean we just made this really dramatic but you know it's true we we want we want more stuff like this I think we can all agree that we think this was like a positive contribution to the world of you know movies and tv and everything so for sure 
All righty, guys. That was a really fun podcast. I had a really good time. I hope you guys did too. Literally, yeah. my guests. Yes, um, thank yeah. you. Thanks so much for having us. Yes, thank you for coming. Um, we're so excited that we did this, and we hope that you like this podcast. Please leave us a really good rating, five stars, nothing less or more. You know, that's I'm good with those too. <laughs> um, also, subscribe to our YouTube channel if you're watching us from there. We plan on doing some really cool stuff with um, more video essays and other things like that, even reaction videos in the future. So go on to our YouTube and follow us on Instagram at FlixChicksPod. We post little clips there and just random stuff. So you should definitely go follow us there. And thank you for listening. Catch you next, next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.